Beloved Church of God, beginning our service before the Lord, let us stand and affirm the promise that relates to the door of our hope. Let the resurrection of Christ reign in our bodies. Amen. Let us bow our heads in prayer. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we are grateful to your holy name for the great privilege to be upon this place that your hand has appointed for the worshiping of your holy name. Allow your inheritance in the name of the blood of the covenant to be lifted up to heights that are unreachable for us and to destroy all sin that binds us. May upon this place, as previously, all the works of devil be cursed, illnesses, poverty, untimely death, demonic dependence, all matter of fear, depression, destruction, ignorance, error, all of this, may it depart from the tents of your holy nation. And now, stand, O Lord, upon the place of your rest, you and the ark of your might. And may your saints be clothed into your salvation, and may they rejoice before your face. Give us more from your Spirit. Saturate us with your Holy Spirit. Allow us to find your great face. We thank you that the service is presented by Apostle Arkady into your godly hands. We pray, continue to lead it with a powerful and mighty arm, our great God, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. May you be blessed. Please be seated. The Book of Apostle Paul, Ephesians 4, 22 through 24. That you put off concerning your former conduct, the old man which grows corrupt according to the deceitful lusts, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind, and that you put on the new man which was created according to God in true righteousness, and holiness. I am grateful to God for this opportunity together with you to submerge into this precious word which has become precious to us, precious, dear, loved. We have seen this, this uh, treasure that it contains and gladly continue to submerge to abide with or in in this word it works within us Christians we see how this word changes us makes us different people and of course there's great mercy and grace God, because of His mercy, has given His Word. It is not always in the nation of God that there were people who represented fathers of God to be able to plant this Word, but in our situation, we ended up in such a blessed position where we can or have found this place at this time. <clears throat> and our life is not in vain. In this revelation, we clearly see three verbs, and we continuously pay attention to them, and these are put off, be renewed, and put on. Isaiah 61, 10, 11, I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garment of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels, 
For as the earth brings forth its bud, as the garden causes the things that are sown in it to spring forth, so the Lord God will cause righteousness and praise to spring forth before all the nations. Of course, we receiving this word, and the Lord has planted this word into our heart, we are called to collaborate with this function and to plant it in our heart, to abide in this word, meditate about it, and water it, which is important. When we in this way repeat and again and again come back to this word, it's very important and the Lord wants to show His righteousness, His glory. He wants to show it to all the nations. We've already seen this righteousness and have seen this glory. For us, this uh, glory has dawned and it's about the Bride of Christ. And the Lord has put us into such a situation or placed us in such a state that when we grow this word, this word then, uh, we need this earthly essence to be gone so that this planted word would be pure within us and we continue to examine ourselves and again and again. When we collaborate with this word and we receive it, then we decorate it into our own personal color, into our own personal earthly essence. And we need a specific amount of time so that these words of the Lord that are written, this gold that is pure, that is uh, refined seven times, that it be cleansed from our earthly essence and that we represent this uh, unity of faith. And then it will not, and there will not be amongst us well, I think this way, I don't think this way, this is how I understand it, this is how I don't, or I'm confident it's only like this. And so people begin to speak their mind. This means that this Word of God has been now clothed into some kind of per- particular earthly essence. And if it will not be cleansed, when our faith is like this gold, it is tried by fire, when the fire begins to try the Word of God in us, it will melt and uh, and right now is a good time and the Lord allows us to examine whether everything is correct in us, whether it is the right weight or uh, the right amount. If something is, for example, absent uh, in a, a construction or something that's being done, a little piece of some something is uh, absent, it'll begin to fall apart. And according to the words of the Apostle, uh, the building that will stand is the gold and silver and precious stones. The rest of uh, the building materials will be destroyed by God, will be burned and Blessed is the Lord, and I rejoice that we have this time, although this precious time is fl- uh, flowing away quite quickly, and we are right, required to pay the right price. And our pastor has given these signs where we uh, we can look at them and we can examine ourselves 
as to wh whether we've paid the price and the results. We've looked at seven or six of them, and now we'll look at the seventh sign of the right to be clothed into the garments of righteousness so that we can perform the justice of God. This is being clothed into the into redemption, and it is identified by us honoring the Pesach of the Lord according to the statutes implemented by God. Pesach, before the creation of the world, was to become the blessed destiny of all those who come to Him, to God. And God, in this way, received the ability to judge His enemies, condemn His enemies who pursued His people. And every detail of the annual celebration of Pesach uh, pretty much signified the ultimate deliverance of slavery and also the ultimate deliverance of the body itself and the mortal soul, which due to our eating of the Pesach worthily, we will then put on incorruption and immortality. And the result of this clothing of ourselves into the new person will be that the saints will put on immortality and incorruption and it will happen before the rapture occurs. This will be an incredible time. We are waiting for it. And we hear and we know that this time is near. It is coming close. We are already within that time. And the Lord very actively is preparing the righteous uh, so that He can clothe them into this incorruption, into this life, into this new person. And it will be demonstrated in a great amount or supply of life. And it will be an unusual time on earth. His nation shall rise. His nation as it never has been. It shall be an incredible time. And we are preparing for that. And so the treasure of the feast Pesach would become for us a reality. The scriptures require us to fulfill ten conditions that are written in the in the twelfth chapter of Exodus, and this is to fulfill these and abide within them, separating the Passover lamb, removing all leaven from your house, applying the blood upon the doorposts and lintel, roasting the entire lamb on the fire, girding yourself with a belt. Put, you needed to put shoes on your feet, take the rod in your hand. These, these are seven where we prepare ourselves. We prepare ourselves as we prepare the lamb. We actually preparing the lamb. We are transformed into this lamb. We look at it and we we go through this process, we then identify ourselves with the Lamb, and we prepare then to eat the Lamb, to eat the Lamb, the Pesach, in its entirety. And so we being submerged, submerged and meditating upon the Word of God, God then makes us ready to eat, and we need to eat it in its entirety. We need to eat the Passover lamb with unleavened breads and bitter herbs and eat it with haste. In the previous services, we already looked at nine of these components, the requirements indicating how we need to prepare ourselves, 
to worthily eat of the Passover lamb, giving us the right to be clothed into the garments of righteousness. And in what way we need to worthily eat the lamb itself? This is to eat it in its entirety with unleavened breads and bitter herbs. And we have been looking at the concluding requirement, and that is to eat it with haste. The tenth, you need to eat it in haste. Exodus 12:11. And thus you shall eat it with a belt on your waist, your sandals on your feet, and your staff in your hand. So you shall eat it in haste. It is the Lord's Passover. Exodus 12:11. The element of haste was so important during the eating of the Passover that it is repeated uh, more than one time in Scripture, and it was also a requirement when the children of Israel was, were exiting Egypt. Deuteronomy 16.3 You shall eat no leavened bread with it. Seven days you shall eat unleavened bread with it. That is the bread of affliction, for you came out of the land of Egypt in haste, that you may remember the day in which you came out of the land of Egypt all the days of your life. Deuteronomy 16.3 The word haste besides its literal definition to go quickly, not be late. Uh, in Hebrew, it also includes uh, some other definitions. <clears throat> we need to be attentive uh, to this also so that we follow. And so to, to do it in haste, also you can apply it as not uh, to start doing it immediately and not delay doing it uh, and not uh, make decisions well say next week or next month or next year I will begin attending all of the service I services I will be doing this and this for the Lord this is not correct this is me violating God's uh, conditions of Pesach but aside or apart from its literal definitions in Hebrew It means, take the yoke upon yourself, right now and not next year, carry your cross, overcome suffering, clothe yourself into a mantle of a student, clothe yourself into the armor of light, renew your mind, meditate about the law of the Most High, clothe yourself into the garments of righteousness, stand guard not peddling or damaging the word of God very important and the in the final uh, video of pastor he repeated and reminded us uh, on a very important thing and that is that this word needs to remove this earthly part of us uh, we receiving received the word, we being still uh, mortal mortal people, uh, having this carnality in us, we uh, always add ourselves into or mix ourselves into the truth that we receive. And so the bride of the lamb, the wife, the bride of the lamb, one will receive the seed There were uh, 
And so if you if you know that in the past uh, people had multiple wives, and so these different wives would have different children from the same father, and each one would uh, look differently, and so each one would have its own uh, uh, different uh, appearances and qualities, but all this needs to be purified, that's just in a symbolic uh, way that I'm showing, that we ourselves need to remove uh, any kind of chaff that we uh, mix into the word that we receive, um, uh, and only have it as pure within ourselves. So that it is not us that that is now being reflected, but the Lord that's being reflected in us. Uh, that not our essence would be showing, well, I think and understand and will do just like this. Um, that is our own self that's trying to show itself. It is Jesus, the image of Christ, that needs to begin to show itself and not our own self. That we be in his likeness as uh as twins, just as look like one another, that we be in the image of Christ, that we ref, uh, demonstrate Him, that we show Him. And a person, uh, you begin to show yourself less and less and show Him more and more. You you begin to express Him more and more. And when Christ appears, He will first show Himself in His saints. It's not that the heavens will be opened and the horse will appear and somehow Christ will appear. In the beginning, he will he will first be glorified in his saints. How? Because he will uh, reflect himself in, in the people. And this is as the process of of, of labor and in the pain, pains of labor. We need to allow this word of God and be able to show it in its original form, this its pure form, so Christ may show himself as he is, and that those people who are placed over us to carry responsibility, those in the rank of apostles, our pastor, so that he not be in pains, that he be in joy, because Christ is being shown. That is how the Lord will begin to show his righteousness and glory before all the nations. When Christ is showing himself as he is, uh, when we are in in unity, we are abiding in the word and all uh, with one heart submerge into this theme, into this word, and we abide in it. Considering this thought, we will bring forth some of the definitions of, of haste or eating in haste. To eat the Pesach of the Lord in haste in Hebrew means to meditate or think about the uh, essence of the Word of God. That is with the, the truth that we fer- are fertilized with, that we hear, the Word that we hear. To eat the Pesach of the Lord hastily means to eat or hear the Word of God with a humble and contrite heart. Third, to eat the Pesach of the Lord in Hebrew means to be vigilant or stand guard of what you meditate or what you eat by listening to the word of God. To eat the Pesach of the Lord in haste in Hebrew means to treasure the time that is allowed to be able to eat this Pesach of the Lord. The next uh, eating Pesach of the Lord in haste in Hebrew means to uh, thirst for and to find satisfaction in eating the Pesach in the form of hearing the preached word about the kingdom of heaven. To eat the Pesach of the Lord hastily means to accomplish your salvation, achieve your salvation in fear, trembling, and reverence. 
the next meaning of eating the Pesach of the Lord in haste in Hebrew means to be strengthened with all of God's might in His glory, in all perseverance. And this list can uh, certainly continue because the Word of God is very expansive, it is very deep. And we already looked at the first two that we just read that the Lord has revealed to us. I will remind us of them. The first meaning of eating the Pesach of the Lord in haste in Hebrew meant to meditate and think about the meaning contained in the Feast Pesach. That is that truth that we have become fertilized with by the seed of the herd word. We talked about how we are called receiving this word from his mouth. We receive it as the law of God and as the word of God and not just as the, as a sermon, as a great sermon that's being uh, spoken, but we need to receive it from the mouth of God, God's law, the, the law of grace, uh, and receive it as the truth, the true word of God. And in this way, we then uh, grow a love for God and his laws, his commandments. We begin to love them because we begin to understand them. And we are then in awe of the beauty of these commandments in our spirit. We fall in love then with him. And this is important that this understanding come from the father to the son. In Proverbs 5, 2, it is written, Son, be attentive to my words and incline my ear to my, your ear to my knowledge. This is Proverbs 5, 1 and 2. Every one of us being here isn't here accidentally. Sometimes we may invite a friend. At one time I worked and my boss was a, a Muslim man and I had a lot of conversations with him. And we even sometimes argued, but then finally would find something something common to agree on I like this I like this person that I began to worry about him uh, will uh, the Muslim people be saved and I really wanted to come to our ser- him to come to our service and so when I invited him he was uh, we had a, a work room and he was behind me he he, he hung upon his uh, walls, some kind of Islamic uh, laws and commandments that they followed. He saw He saw that I'm trying to uh, convince him to come to our church, that he started posting his own uh, religious uh, uh, laws and, and rules and commandments that they follow. And so and so you make a covenant with God so that you could together uh, live as one body and so one who does this is able to receive the word as a son would receive the word from his father and in this way receives the right to the power to die for her for his former way of life to renew his mind and be clothed into his new way of life <clears throat> And so that your lips would keep knowledge. The 
the words of the wise And so these words that you speak, uh, be careful of the words you speak when you say, well, I have my own opinion on this and my own understanding of this. And this, uh, unfortunately, uh, defiles the word or in some way can change it or uh, as in a form, we can uh, infect it with a virus, as it were, of our flesh. And we put in our own opinion, our own outlook, and it could even come sometimes these uh, this outlook from the horned one because the program of the devil is in it, these ideas. And so you, we need to eat the Pesach of the Lord in haste. And so it's as it is written that you eat the Passover of the Lord not discerning the Lord's body, under, not understanding how the body works, how you need to treat one another, and so you begin to get sick, to die, experience maybe uh, misfortunes in life. The protection, safety of God is, is then, it departs you, it leaves you. It is removed from you and, and you experience uh, misfortune in life. Because you're then not under the shadow of the Almighty. But we understand this covering, the shadow of the Almighty. We understand what the covering means. We know there's absolute peace there. Absolute calm as a, a, a child, a baby is on the breast of his mother. Uh, he experiences absolute peace in that, in that time. He absolutely is content. He is safe. He is in absolute bliss and peace is filled with peace inside. We need to be a son uh, of the Lord. And what this means is to be obedient to the person whom God has placed. Upon practice, this means acknowledge and be obedient to God's messenger And you may hear someone say, well, Pastor Light loves this brother or sister a little bit more than others. Or you'll, they'll say, oh, well, my family is the, the friend of the pastor or things like that. And so having a, a friendship with the pastor is a good thing, but that is not where, where, where what is significant and not what is... Uh, important you need to acknowledge him as a messenger of god and to receive the word he speaks and also and be obedient to those words that he speaks the uh, the one that has been placed over us jesus also he has he had a, a great love for his uh, disciple john and it's wonderful where, where when one can a relationship can be formed or built in such a way that a special love is formed and there's and a, a great respect and appreciation. But that is again not what's important. He's, God says, "Blessed is the womb that carried you and the breast that fed you." When Jesus Christ taught in the power uh, of, of, of God and the words that he spoke, uh, 
they were uh, people who heard it would become enlightened uh, and so he speaks uh, blessed is the hearer and the and the doer of the word the fulfiller of that word the result of meditating about the law of God is being clothed into the power of peace which will be a guarantee that we will not stumble the result of meditating about the law of God which we have received out of his mouth abiding in the preached word this is the law of grace or the teaching of Jesus Christ who came in the flesh abiding in this com- these commandments the result will be being clo- will be being clothed into the the grace of God whoever abides in the in the law of God in the law of liberty in the law of grace that one he is not a forgetful hearer but will is the doer of of these of these things he will experience God's comfort and God's joy abiding in in God's law of grace the result of meditating about the law of God and the deeds of God is the thirst and the ability to seek God we will continue to be to thirst for him we will continue to seek him we will come thirsty to the service to thirsting for him and if we come here with hunger and thirst for him God will give you that drink, absolutely. God will respond to that thirst and hunger. He will quench that thirst that you have. Jesus Christ had said about this, the words of truth that he spoke upon the mount, uh, blessed are the ones to hunger and thirst for righteousness. The result of meditating about the revelations of the law of God is clothing yourself into the knowledge of Christ and making, in, in when you make important decisions, we will know where we need to go, what to do. Uh, God will reveal that to us. And and whether these are uh, going to benefit our eternal goals. Sometimes the devil deceives the Lord teaches us and reveals to us uh, His will. At the time before uh, Pastor uh, uh, corrected us on this, he, when he had said that God, uh, God is not a player, He's not a gamer, He doesn't play a uh, gamer to, to make money. Uh, and so sometimes I know before I knew of these things, I would see a very large uh, lottery number and I would want to go and uh, win, th- win that and I'll buy and try to win. And of course, this is, uh, and of course, I had a lot of carnal thoughts in my head, thought they were the right thoughts. Um, And so we will make decisions not looking at uh, temporary uh, uh, situations, maybe opportunities where you can maybe invest, or but we will look at uh, 
our heart will be uh, pulled to the right things to be as a blessing. The last time I spoke with our pastor in May, uh, tell me I sometimes don't have wisdoms, uh, wisdom in certain things. I, I I start new projects and they're taking a long time, sometimes half a year. And so if I buy, a, if I a, go, get into a very big project and I'm being then clothed into my new person, uh, and so these long-term projects, but well, uh, he, he told me to be cautious in what I'm selecting or what I'm choosing. Uh, when I'm uh, when I'm making those decisions or when I'm finding what 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 to do, and so the Lord will help with these important decisions. The result of meditating about the revelations of God and the deeds of God, we will be as a tree planted by the rivers of water, which produces fruit in its season, and whose leaf does not wilt. And whatever we do, we will be successful. The wicked are not so, which are as the chaff uh, uh, being blown away by the wind, and they will not be able to stand in the uh, presence of the righteous ones. The result of meditating about the revelations of the law of God and, are, and the deeds of God, our mouth will speak the wisdom of God and we will meditate in our heart about God's knowledge. The result of meditating about the revelations of the law of God and the deeds of God, we will be able to properly uh, uh, construct our prayers form our prayers before God. And of course, our pastor teaches us how to uh, construct these prayers. The second meaning of eating the Pesach of the Lord with haste means to eat or listen to the word of God with a humble and contrite heart. James 4, 6. God resists the proud but gives grace to the humble. I will speak a little bit more about what we we already said. What is important to me, and I trust that it's important for all of us. We need to know that uh, being humble is always the result of gentleness or a gentle heart, and to receive the uh, and have the virtue of a student in the characteristics of a newborn baby and in this way receive the right to receive the shield of salvation. We need to look at the nature of an infant or the main characteristics uh, that an infant has or that they are, they do not have as well, um, which they, which a person then begins to reveal uh, which he has inherited from Adam. Considering the fact that such characteristics of a man was the first sin and this first sin as a virus it first this virus affected a third part of the angels in heaven this virus has the tendency to spread pretty quickly when this Ill, Ill, illness has the ability to spread uh, it quickly we had this pandemic however much they tried to control it in one city in one state it would immediately spread to many other areas and it spread all over the face of the world and we lost 
many people, uh, healthy people, because the virus spread so quickly. And so the primary sin, which as a virus affected the a third part of the angels, and after that affected Adam, after which this virus began to pass on to all the rest of the people, and this is jealousy. We know what a, a vaccine is, and a vaccine is, it uh, either helps prevent or gives you the ability, it has this ability to either infect a person in little amounts and uh, allows his immune system to develop and become stronger against this virus in the future. And so this virus is as this first sin, and it began to pass on to all of Adam's descendants, and this is an arrogance that shows itself in jealousy and envy. And this, it begins as pride or arrogance, and then uh, is demonstrated in jealousy. As you could see with a virus, when a person just receives it, uh, it begins to uh, cough or other, the, these are the symptoms. And so the symptoms in this case are this uh, pride and then in jealousy. And so when a person is not enlightened and uh, this virus is somewhat exists in, uh, in all people in some level, and to be able to eradicate this virus and to hastily eat of the lamb pesach, <clears throat> by having humility, we need to look at the essence of pride demonstrated in jealousy, the wellspring of jealousy, strongholds that resist jealousy, and the armor allowing us to conquer jealousy. And so God reveals all of this for us to make us so that we have this vaccine, so that when this infection begins to spread, uh, that it not be successful in us. You know, this word, when it is planted by God, it it's as this vaccine that we correctly receive, and it is then easy for us to uh, resist actual virus. Jealousy is an inherited uh, characteristic of all men, and all of us need to uh, find it and see it within ourselves, uh, discover it where it is, and we need to to be able to do that, we need to identify it. Jealousy, according to scripture, it demonstrates itself in hatred and then bitterness and offenses, unclean, uh, unfaithfulness, irritation, and wrath and indignation. And it uh, ascribes its uh, blemishes, its imperfections upon the one that it is jealous of, is its quality. And so jealousy that is not... Uh, revealed in us and then destroyed within us converts us into vessels of wrath and will as Cain uh, make us uh, inherit eternal damnation and so people who don't have this vaccine which comes as the preached word of God they can easily become infected and apostles had said they woe to them because they walk in the way of Cain they are following in the way of deception and they perish as Korah Cain is one who is jealous of his brother Abel 
And so people are tempted, uh, and there are temptation in your... And these are as it, people that are members of the church, but they behave in their way, and they don't pay a price, and they are then a temptation until a specific time. They, they will be this way, and, and, and they... And so... And so this virus being in in the flesh uh, can uh, be spread to the spirit. Um, we will read about this, how we will need to resist this jealousy and overcome it so that we can s- place barriers or to uh, pretty much tie him up so he is not able to demonstrate himself, this old man, until he's thrusted out of our body. And if we won't do this, then this jealousy can uh, actually infect our spirit. And if this jealousy infects our spirit, then we will become Cain and there will not be a way back because the person as we heard if he decides on the level of the spirit he becomes wicked and will not be able to go back so that's why God teaches us there's uh, of how we need to be vaccinated or how we can resist uh, there's jealousy that is against us out, uh, from others if we will not have our strongholds and we will not have the proper armor, it may kill our body as it did in the situation of Abel. A spiritual person that is able to build up this barrier, these guard, this protect, this defense. And so one who has jealousy or is provoked by jealousy, he speaks a word, it immediately just flies off or flies away, uh, it bounces off of and you are not impacted or affected by it. But one who does not have this defense system, uh, one who doesn't have this safety protection of God inside, he will be wounded. Oh, they didn't look at me this way. Oh, they didn't seat me where I wanted. Oh, they didn't notice me or whatever it may be. 1 John 3, 10 through 12. In this the children of God and the children of the devil are manifest. Whoever does not practice righteousness is not of God, nor is he who does not love his brother. For this is the message that you heard from the beginning, that we should love one another, not as Cain, who was of the wicked one, and murdered his brother. And why did he murder him? Because his works were evil and his brother's righteous. He was jealous. He... May, he, he received this thought into his heart to kill his brother after he clearly understood that God favored Abel and his offering, but God did not favor Cain and his offering. He did not accept it because Abel was more successful with God in his relationship with God and more blessed. Cain uh, then formed jealousy. Jealousy was formed inside and he uh, became angry and hated his brother. And so, the strength of his faith in eating, uh, in humility, in eating the lamb Pesach, he, all of this then was changed inside of him when he received this uh, and accepted jealousy into his heart. A sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones, Proverbs 14.30. And so, Pesach was given to him 
God had killed the lamb and he clothed the parents into these uh, skins, uh, they heard the preached word. And so in that situation, Adam, he was a father and God had uh, clothed them into the skins, garments of skins. A gentle heart, because of humility, is contrary to a heart that is filled with jealousy. It's very important to pay attention uh, where it's speaking of the heart and where it's speaking of the flesh. Jealousy is within the flesh of man. It's in, in the carnal man. And when you are able to identify where he is, you can clearly work uh, deal with him. And so gentleness as the f- fruit of humility, this is being humble, being obedient to the truth, and we understand who we need to understand, who we need to obey, who we need who we need to obey, how we need to obey them, and uh, when to obey him, and within what boundaries. And these are, of course, all the messengers of the Lord, and all authority in general in, in our country, uh, the one that has the sword. And so you need to be obedient to all authority within the boundaries, of course, of the Word of God. We always hear this in the church, that our pastor and apostle, he also is uh, he is also in the in the church, it's the apostle who we need to be obedient to acknowledge of ourselves because he has the seed which he passes on to us. In the family, this is the husband because for all for every wife uh, the head is the husband and the wife needs to be obedient to the husband uh, these are her boundaries she needs to not be obedient of course if he starts starts bending away from the from the truth from the studying of the torah i remember our pastor uh this is because of the re- this was a revelation from the spirit uh when When two people uh, are being ma- are getting married, are being married in the church, and they vow to one another, and they uh, make a promise to one another, and our pastor has given us uh, these words uh, that you speak typically would the promise of the oath that you give to one another, the promise, and. And so I, in my case, I had to speak my part, and she did hers. And there was an incredible presence of God in that moment, because in these words, is, in these words, is God's wisdom, and it's very good, or at least once a year, when you have your anniversary, someone will give flowers, someone will give a car or something else. But such a gift. Uh, the husband to the wife and wife to husband. This is the greatest one to renew these, uh, to repeat these uh, oath words or these vows that you give to one another, because there's great power in in them. And so the Christ is the head, and uh, the church uh, has 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 the head who is Christ, and then the family has the head who is the husband, and there's no conflict then that 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 is existing Mm -hmm. 
virtuous wives only become angry, obviously, when the husbands are bending away from the Torah and, uh, and, and turning away from God's laws. And if ge gentleness in the form of demonstrated in humility, we're talking about who to obey, when to obey them, how to obey them. And so, jealousy itself is arrogance, is thinking highly of yourself and having anger. Jealousy is uh, a, gr a, a very wide gap or opening for the entry of the devil. And so, if you don't identify this virus of jealousy in yourself, uh, then you will not be able to inherit the kingdom of heaven. Having jealousy is a clear testimony of the fact that you have an absence of love. First John three fourteen fifteen. We know that we have passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He who does not love his brother abides in death. Whoever hates his brother is a murderer, and you know that no murderer has eternal life abiding in him. And so jealousy is a lot of uh, evil things or bad things. It is a combination. And as it says in the scriptures, do you not know that being a friendship with the having a friendship with the world is is enmity against God? You are uh, jealous. You allow this jealousy to uh, form in you and demonstrate itself in you. This is a component. Jealousy is a component uh, of the natural characteristic of the flesh. Galatians 5:19 through 21. Now the work of the flesh are evident, which are adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lewdness, idolatry, sorcery, hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, heresies, envy, murder, drunkenness, revelries, and the like, of which I tell you beforehand, just as I also told you in time past that those who practice such things will not inherit the kingdom of God. And so gentleness and the fruit of humility is an unchanging component of the characteristic of the spirit. And it is only in a spiritual person or per spiritual man. Galatians 5, 23. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such there is no law. These two, contrary to one another, uh, characteristics come from two contrary to one another wellsprings. And they're two great, uh, very great potentials, the fresh, flesh and the Spirit. And, of course, in the Spirit is God who rules in the flesh, it is the stronghold of death. It is the right to obedience and the right to disobedience. The choice is ours. The choice is the opening or revealing of potential. This is not something that happens accidentally. A person makes a choice. A person chooses, I will not be obedient. I will not understand it like this. It's a choice. And then a person receives uh, an evil thought in his mind and makes the decision to not be obedient and becomes evil. Jealousy then enters the spirit. The potential of gentleness in the fruit of humility 
demonstrated an obedience to the perfect will of God or self-discipline or s disciplining of yourself according to the will of God is called to uh, make us perfect as our Heavenly Father is perfect that is in His image. The potential of jealousy which is demonstrated in disobedience or the refusal to discipline yourself because of your disobedience is called to transform us into children of the devil. And so God gives us instruments and in this way He allows you to go to the left or the right. It's written that he will he will sit and judge and there will be those on the left and right side and he will speak specific words and those who ended up on the one or the other, they themselves make these choices of where they are. The potential of jealousy is revealed. Then the original spring of jealousy is the fallen cherubim who was transformed into the devil specifically jealousy reprogrammed him into the uh, from the uh, cherubim on high to into a a vile and uh, dark uh, essence an essence of death and it, it, there's also a foul odor that is present as well it's the same thing with wicked people. Uh, they don't understand that they have a foul smell. It's hard to listen to them. They don't realize that, of course, that they think that they uh, that everything's normal. Specifically, jealousy reprogrammed him again. We say uh, from a beautiful angel into a vile creature. He who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sin had sinned from the beginning. 1 John 3, 8. The sin of the devil consisted in arrogance or pride, which produced jealousy. Arrogance is the condition when creation itself begins to perceive itself as the creator, not acknowledging the head. And when the cherubim on high began to uh, perceive himself as God or look at himself as, he, as if he's a God, then he... that it, 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 it was his jealousy, he was jealous of God. And sometimes you will hear when people speak, you'll hear in their words this irritation, this uh, anger, you'll see uh, the words that they sometimes toss out of their mouth, car the carnal that do not have the spirit because they do not acknowledge the authority, they don't have a unity of faith. And when the cherubim on high began to uh, think of himself as God, uh, he began to be jealous of God. And this jealousy was the virus and rottenness in his bones. And it transformed, transformed him into the eternal enemy of God. Proverbs 14.30, a sound heart is life to, the life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. According to the given words, identifying the essence of gentleness and the essence of the virus of jealousy, and it's not the only one, the presence of gentleness has life for, carries life for the entire body and healing and health for the whole body. The cultivation of jealousy carries and opens up within the body the potential of all kinds of illness and suffering and death for the body. We need to understand one important thing, that 
from one wellspring, you cannot have both sweet and bitter water, and a good tree cannot produce both good and bad fruit. A person can't simultaneously uh, demonstrate uh, gentleness and destructive jealousy. In scripture, the bone, in its literal sense and not literal sense, symbolizes the strength of the human body and the strength of the human spirit. Job 10, 10 through 12, Did you not pour me out like milk and curdle me like cheese? Clothe me with skin and flesh and knit me together with bones and sinews. You have granted me life and favor and your care has preserved my spirit. Job's 10, 10 through 12. A person, uh, the virus of jealousy is begins to develop within a person when he allows the devil to place some kind of evil thought into his heart. Mark 7, 20 through 23. And he said, what comes out of the man that defiles a man? For from with, within, out of the heart of men, proceeds evil thoughts, adulteries, fornication, murders, theft, covetousness, wickedness, deceit, lewdness, and evil eye. All these evil things come from within the, and defile a man. And so as we know, the illness of the bones, uh, there's a sickness of the bones uh, uh, that per- exist within a man. They symbolize in scripture the characteristic of the bacteria of jealousy. And this uh, illness, it begins to uh, make the bones rot and become weak. And uh, there is then an inflammation that starts occurring and unfortunately it brings abscesses and other kinds of uh, other uh, illnesses and a development of different kinds of bacteria and it's catastrophic for the body when God created the visible world he allowed that within his visible world there be infection which is personified jealousy this is the ancient serpent Book of the Wisdom of Solomon 2.23.24 For God created man to be immortal and made him to be an image of his own eternity. Nevertheless, through envy of the devil came death into the world, and they that do hold of his of his side that do hold of his side do find it. And so having this position, a person has the right to choose either to obey or not obey. If a person has had only one option, and that is to be obedient, but did not have the ability to not be obedient, then God's order would be contradictory to God's uh, harmony because God has allowed a person uh, to the sovereign ability to choose life or death, good and evil. A person would not be able to be called a person or be a sovereign being, which reflects the the image of God. This would just be a beast or animal that would be programmed with instincts to obey. Only because of or possessing the choice to obey or not obey, and this is choosing whether you want gentleness or jealousy, having life or death, this is how a person is able to call himself, be called a person, and carry the image of the one who created him. And however uh, tragic this may be, the first person, because of the jealousy of the devil, chose death. 
and then the having this jealousy which was in the fallen cherubim and then this jealousy uh, was implanted in man and he became became a carrier of this jealousy and God to create it to save his creation and to give him a second chance bet between uh, life and death he sent the second uh, man Jesus Christ and because of him gave the person again the ability to learn to be clothed into gentleness so that he can receive the ability to eternal life Jesus Christ spoke in his teachings come to me who are weary and who, who are heavy laden who are burdened and heavy laden and so burdened with this uh, jealousy understands the essence of this virus and the weight of this illness and is not able to be healed where to be healed how to be healed you need the balm of Galad so that you can be he healed from this virus from this inherited from father jealousy from the father's jealousy he says, I am humble and contrite in heart. Come to me, you are who are weary and uh, heavy laden, and learn from me. And we learn from him. It's not possible to just uh, obtain by being born again. And so people who are born again and say, well, that's it. I, I'm, I'm good. And they bring forth these foolish... Uh, defenses of their mind uh, they say things like can you send your child to hell a person who uh, who does not learn from God cannot be called his son if he if this a uh, spark uh, began in him but doesn't continue he is not a son of God a person who comes to God and begins to learn how to resist this jealousy Choosing gentleness, that is learning, we then establish ourselves as God's children and inherit eternal life. Chewing jealousy, we as Cain are transformed into children of the devil and inherit eternal damnation. Turning to his uh, enemies, Jesus has said, why do you not understand my speech? Like today, you speak the word of God, people don't understand it where I work sometimes there was a person who asked me where what church do you go to I was just quiet and avoiding him but he so badly wanted to know where I was going to church and I said we do have a church uh, and he, I told him and he began to say a bunch of things and I began and I had to stop him and I told him you don't know what you're saying People don't want to hear the word of God. Jesus spoke about this. The queen would come to listen to the wisdom of Solomon, and the one greater than Solomon is here. Today is the, inter the internet exists today. There will not be any forgiveness for this uh, uh, betraying nation when they choose to be disobedient and they resist God and they don't want to 
be under the shadow of the Almighty to learn the Queen of Sheba will rise uh, to judge uh, these nations and people from distant countries who don't know uh, who don't even know the the language uh, sometimes will start listening and, and inclining the ear to understand and learn and somehow sometimes I listen to the translation and I understand the translation is difficult a very powerful anointed word is, is hard to sometimes translate and and people hold on to these words that are spoken and they change and they transform themselves uh, the, their, their life um, into God's image um, and be- become free of, of the jealousy that's, it's, that is inside. A gentle heart, we're talking about the spirit, the heart, the spirit, demonstrated in the fruit of humility or obedience to the word of God is a stronghold against the virus of jealousy coming from arrogance. And so the pastor says again that a sound heart is life to the body, but envy is rottenness to the bones. Proverbs 14.30, a gentle person is a person who resists jealousy within himself with the armor of wisdom which comes from above, which it demonstrates self in the fear of the Lord and always distance, distances his mind and uh, from evil. And sooner or later this will become a healing for his body and nourishment for his bones. Proverbs 3, 7 through 9, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. It will be healthy to your flesh and strength to your bones. Honor the Lord with your possessions and with the first fruits of all your increase. The methods of defense or protection. How are we supposed, how are we to use uh, the quality of gentleness in us? Upon practice, the method of defense, this is something that allows us to uh, we, uh, pretty much protect ourselves from this virus of jealousy, but also apply pressure upon this virus of jealousy. Uh, because if you don't, then a person may be, be receiving it inside of himself and even allow it to go further into his spirit. Gentleness, first of all, is the disciplining of your tongue. This is self-discipline. We need to know that the method of self-discipline, which would withhold the demonstration of jealousy and would actually apply pressure upon this jealousy, um, we need three disciplines. This is the, the discipline of a righteous and good mind. And so this all happens in the mind first, righteous and good mind. The discipline of good uh, confessions. As you speak, you also act. The discipline of the manner of behavior. And so, again, the demonstration of whatever you spoke or the act of it. Proverbs 22, 17 through 19. Incline your ear and hear the words of the wise and apply your heart to my knowledge. 
for it is a pleasant thing if you keep them with you. Let them all be fixed upon your lips, so that your trust may be in the Lord. I have instructed you today, even you. And we continuously hear, uh, how long will we be learning until jealousy will be uprooted from us and be eliminated from within our body? And so if we learn and we do become gentle, if we do become weak, uh, meek, then we will not even be asking that question of how long do we need to learn. We'll never be asking such things at all. The discipline of the of a good mind and good confession and good behavior is the method of pre- preparing the soil of your heart for receiving the seed of the preached word. There's no other method. However much I would like to obtain a good mind, it's not possible. You need to receive it. Uh, the wisdom of God is passed on from nation to nation, one righteous generation to another, from by the person who is placed by him, who has anointing who has the ability to pass on this wisdom and we prepare our heart and we receive this word second discipline of a good mind the good confession and good behavior is simultaneously the ability to place into the soil of our heart the seed of the word of God we proclaim the not existent as existent If there's a brother and sister that we don't like, or they're not, maybe, uh, and it's not that they're bad, it's just sometimes you're not sympathetic toward one or another person, um, and we need to be changing that thing, and why? Because they are a child of God. If something, you're not, someone you're not sympathetic to, you need to either give them a great gift or something, uh, and then you'll be able to reorient reorient your heart uh, toward uh, changing this uh, in yourself, toward this person. Third discipline of a good mind, good confession, and good behavior is the method allowing us to keep our heart from evil thoughts. If you do give a good gift to someone or you receive a good gift from someone, don't automatically think that person doesn't like you. It's, of course, a good word placed into a good heart by the means of the discipline of gentleness becomes a progress of, a progression of the word of, of faith or word of faith that progresses. Therefore, the method of defense from the from this jealousy is uh, transforming uh, this uh, physical word into something that is supernatural. And so it comes into our mind, of course, uh, this word. God allows this collaborative uh, work needs to be done inside. And, and so he says, we, I teach you today. God says, I teach you today these thing, and we are his students we continue to learn and in heaven we will continue to be students because we have this title of a student and we will always have it uh, with the Lord the Heavenly Father will continue to teach us um, always and for this purpose it is necessary for our heart and our mouth to work as one team the Lord looked at the Pharisees and said how 
you being so, how is it that you being so uh, being evil can you do how is it you can do any good when you're this evil he was questioning that in them because he saw the evil of their heart they, their mouth and their actions their heart and their actions their lips were not uh, working as one team and so when we try to do the one and not do the other this is the sin And so this this is as a a rebellious nation a, a nation that uh, who had one thing in their heart and something different in their mouth that they were speaking Romans ten nine ten that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead you will be saved for with the heart one believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation words of faith that are spoken with our mouth that are from our heart are mighty words or they have mighty power that is in accordance to the power of the words of God the plan of defense is that a specific specific confession belonging to a specific time indicated by God and of course this is not just any word we want to speak at any time uh, for example I want a I like a car, a specific car, and I begin to confess and, and state that I want it and like it and that I should have it. No, as they say, step by step, when God allows an indicated time, if we don't do it within an indicated time, then we'll end up having problems. I teach you even today. These words I really like that God says, I teach you today uh, this preached word. He reminds us how we need to uh, work with them. The greatest mistake in uh, confessing the words of faith is that they don't have a sufficiency of, of waiting, a time of waiting. They're not patient. There's a time that you need to wait. There's a time you need to be patient. Now Joshua had commanded the people saying, you shall not shout or make any noise with your voice, nor shall a word proceed out of your mouth until the day I say to you, shout, then you shall shout, Joshua 6.10. And so to eat your lamp pesach hastily, or to be ha- hastily want to be perfect in, in Jesus Christ, is to have the ability to wait to, for the fulfillment of God's promises. In this way, God grows this perseverance, this patience within us, and if this fruit of patience is not developed in us, grown in us, God will not, we need to wait and we need to wait as much as necessary until God's person says, now the time has come. Because you have kept my command to persevere, I also will keep you from the hour of trial, which shall come upon the whole world to test those who dwell on the earth. Behold, I am coming quickly. Hold fast what you have that no one may take your crown. Revelations 3, 10, 11. And so the time of trial or testing that shall come upon those who live on the earth is testing uh, and examining whether there is a presence or absence of jealousy. God will come and see what's in the heart. We know God is not one who violates your, your boundary. 
it's not that we unexpectedly he just sh he just comes in uh, he He comes unexpectedly, uh, of course, for those who don't work with him, don't collaborate with him. But when you collaborate and work with him, he will come at a time to, to examine uh, your heart, whether it has jealousy. And so we need to be sure that we don't have any of this jealousy in our heart, that it shouldn't be there uh, and shouldn't exist there at all. Considering these fiery words of God, and if uh, these words of God were not being spoken to us and we weren't receiving them, we would not have been able to, we wouldn't be here in this place today. And so the time of testing or trial that shall come uh, upon all the people who live on the earth is, of course, to again determine whether jealousy is present or isn't keeping the word of God, of patience within yourself, uh, the word to persevere, is keeping the hope uh, hope of your trust. Hebrews 10, 35, 36. Therefore do not cast away your confidence, which has great reward, for you have need of endurance, so that after you have done the will of God, you may receive the promise. And, and so for today, this will be it. We will thank God that He teaches us, that He teaches our hands for war, our fingers for battle. He teaches us wisdom, how we need to lead war. And this is the planted word that God has given from our pastor. We need to water it and we remember, we go through this word, we chew this word, and we are established in the word of God. And we will thank God and glorify Him. Amen. Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we thank you for your mercy, for the joy that we have before your face as your sons, as your daughters. You have allowed us to be on, in this holy place, in the temple of your body, <laughs> as the members of the body of Christ, we are connected to this life we are con we are nourished by these juices we thank you for this immune system for this wonderful and precious and wise word which, that teaches us how to abide in your word how to eat the lamb pesach hastily how to hastily want to be rid of the enemy that's in our body be rid of this jealousy and arrogance we thank you that you lead us with your wise hands the rod of your mouth we are obedient to your word which you put into the heart and mouth of your messenger 
We thank you for this light that has shone in our heart. And we received this light and we walk in the light of the Lord. This is the glorious preached word that teaches us gentleness. You walking this earth taught the children, your children, your students. And you said, there's much you could say and judge, but you only say what the Father desires for him you to say. Allow us also to say only what your word teaches us within your order. We thank you for our pastor, Brother Arkady, whom, upon whom you have placed the spirit of fathership so that he could pass on this wisdom to your saints who have loved you and paid the appropriate price and demonstrate their love in obeying the commandments of God. Thank you that you help us place a guard so that this virus of jealousy never ever be demonstrated in us, never come out of this programmable system which is the old man that's in us and we wait until the old man will be thrusted out of our body into hell he'll be thrusted out with noise we thank you this day is close we rejoice and are glad together with your prophet who says I will be glad and rejoice in my Lord my soul shall rejoice in my God for he has clothed me to garments of righteousness he is clothed me into the robe of righteousness and has adorned me as a bride. Thank you that the seed that is sown in the soil of our spirit, it grows, it is coming into power, and soon you will show your glory before all the nations. We thank you. Come, Lord Jesus, we wait for you. Show yourself in your saints. And while we experience weaknesses, illnesses that attack us, we will confront them. All of this darkness, all curses, all the works of the devil, we will fight and we will trust upon your holy word in hope. We will look at our bodies healthy. We will see them full of youth, joy, gladness, celebration in your name. And so we pray for all those who are in your body May they be strengthened, 
may your power of healing come from your holy words and may healing be in our, the body of our pastor that he be restored and that your word that is precious continue to expand and be established within your saints we thank you and we receive your mercy and we will rejoice before your face our great God Son and Holy Spirit Amen our Father in heaven hallowed be your name your kingdom come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors and do not lead us into temptation but deliver us from the evil one for yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen and let us finish with our manifestation now to him who is able to keep you from stumbling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to God our Savior who alone is wise be glory and majesty dominion and power both now and forever amen <laughs>